0: Hello, you're listening to the Business Butler podcast, where we serve you tasty business solutions in bite-sized morsels on a silver platter. And now here's your host, Clayton C. Butler. Hello and welcome. Clayton C. Butler here. The Business Butler podcast is live and it's Monday, May the 11th, 2020. And I hope that you and your family had a fantastic Mother's Day yesterday, and I hope that uh, all the mothers felt love, so I'm going to send you a happy Mother's Day to all the the mothers, all the uh, bereaved mothers, and all of the ladies who would like to be mothers. Happy Mother's Day to you. Just want to share some love with you real quick, and I hope everybody's Back to being productive today for your business, for your family, and for yourself. And today I'm going to ask a question, as I always do. And the question of the day is, how does your brand sound? Is your marketing sound? With the keyword being sound. But first, if it's your first time here, I'm Clayton C. Butler, your business butler that serves all your creative business solutions on a silver platter. And you're indulging in the Business Butler podcast, where I go live every Monday through Friday on the Clayton C. Butler Facebook page and the Clayton C. Butler YouTube channel, where we talk about how entrepreneurs and business owners can grow their business with marketing, advertising, promotional materials, or other creative business solutions. So if you find anything I talk about on these podcasts helpful and you think you might need some help growing your business with marketing, advertising, promotional items, or other creative business solutions, then just reach out to me and my team at 1-833-3-BUTLER or go to butlerhelpme.com. Yes. So back to that question of the day, is your marketing sound is your marketing sound? We're going to talk about profiting from the golden age of streaming audio advertising. The next time you're in a public place, hopefully we'll be able to be out in public again around people. So that would be a great thing. amidst <laughs> all this to actually see people again. And be around people. But the next time you're in a public place, just take a look around and notice how many people there are with earbuds in their ears. Pandora, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, podcasts, even YouTube. We're consuming audio and sound like we never have before. And, in fact, it's rare to even see a young person in public these days or even older people and adults these days without earbuds. And as business owners, we know that with a rise in consumption of media comes a ripe opportunity, and that opportunity is cheap advertising. It's simple supply and demand economics. Right now, the demand for airtime for advertising on digital streaming sites is low, and the supply is high, or fairly high, at least still. It's the golden age right now for underpriced audio advertising, especially for the small local business. But the question is, how long is it going to last? Who knows how long the opportunity is going to last and how long it will avail itself to small businesses with smaller budgets? Major brands are starting to go all in on their Sonic branding. Now, we've talked a few times about MasterCard, even recently, and how they've made a push to create more content and to reinforce their Sonic brand during the coronavirus shutdown. Popeye's Chicken and Meow Mix Cat Food, whom we just talked about the other day, are both revamping their jingles for new campaigns. I venture to say that it may be another 18 to 24 months before many other larger brands with budget six figures or more start pouring their ad dollars into the system. Supply is going to increase. Excuse me, supply is going to decrease. The demand is going to increase, and then the ad prices are just going to shoot through the roof. We've seen it happen with Google. We've seen it happen with Facebook. LinkedIn is kind of still hanging on to the golden age for underpriced advertising and organic reach, but those days are numbered. It's only a matter of time before streaming audio follows suit. But let me give you a little bit of the benefits instead of just saying you should, you should, you should. Let me tell you why. There is value beyond price when it comes to your Sonic brand. Advertising on streaming music sites like Pandora, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play Music, TuneIn, although they're very similar to radio advertising, it carries with it a few inherent advantages to its terrestrial counterpart. The first one being targeting. You can choose only to play your ads on certain platforms to certain ages, certain genders, certain music genres, certain locations, and to some degree, certain behavioral interests, and they're based on their online behavior. Next, the, the based on the, kind of the same factor, is it's less wasteful in your spending. Streaming music ads are sold by impression, or, or rather blocks of thousand impressions. Unlike radio, these ads are played only to users who are actively listening to the platform, and they can't skip it, so they have to listen to it. And you're only targeting those people that you want to target on radio. The ad just plays you're paying for the play, regardless of whether or not any good prospects actually hear your ad when it's played reach is another factor with radio. Your ads reach is limited to only the footprint of the station. Streaming music sites and apps are national or they're global, and it's easily set up. It's very affordable to set up an ad in your hometown for the entire United States or multiple locations at once. Now, I'm not saying you should ditch radio as your advertising medium. Radio still has its place. It's wonderful for older audiences if that is your demographic, and especially if it's local older audiences, then radio is great. But radio can be pricey. It can be rather expensive. Streaming music ads have fairly low minimum budgets, so it makes sense to start incorporating them into your advertising strategy. But it poses a question. When you start doing advertising on audio, do you disrupt or do you blend in? There are really two approaches to audio ads. You can disrupt the listener by grabbing their attention, jarring their attention, grabbing their focus, or you can make your message part of the overall listener experience. There are pros and cons to both of those, but that topic could constitute another podcast all on its own. So for what it's worth, I'll give you my professional marketers take on the matter. Perhaps the most annoying thing about streaming music platforms is the unskippable commercial. It really jolts the listener out of their musical mood. Like radio, when that happens over time, the listener starts to become ad deaf. We talk about ad deafness and ad blindness. You know, we, we go to websites now and we're almost oblivious to the banner ads and sidebar ads. If you grew up with the internet or if you started when it was the internet was in its infancy, you probably saw a lot more ads in the early days than you do now. But You start to become ad blind. You don't see them anymore. Well, the same thing happens to radio over time. You start to become ad deaf. It starts to become old hat. Now you're still absorbing the message, but you're not consciously listening to that message anymore. So how do you combat the tune out? One effective way is to be as creative and entertaining as possible and to make it memorable. On the other hand, at uh, my agency, at Butler Productions, we like to kind of play with the listener a little bit, and we like to kind of have fun. We create musical ads and jingles. Basically, they're brand songs, as we call them, for our advertisers. And most people think that, that jingles are cheesy or campy or corny, but we write and produce brand songs in the same style as the playlist or the channel so that the listener stays the, the ads stay a part of the listener's experience. So it doesn't pull them out of their listener experience, but it's part of their listener experience, but they, they don't have to be uh jingles. Don't have to be corny. They don't have to be, cheesy, they don't, most people think of that because of the jingles of old times were kind of campy. They were designed to grab your attention back then, but now with the part of the experience, you start to take in the music in a different kind of way. It's a different, I want to say level of consciousness involved. And there's some psychology involved and I won't get into the nitty gritty to bore you with all of that, but I'll just give you a few of the reasons why this strategy works and why it's to your advantage to try the sonic branding strategy of jingles or brand songs. Number one, music sways our emotion. Buyers buy based on emotion. So music is a powerful advertising tool because of that. Relatability. If that's a word, if it's not, I just made it up. But relatability. By uh and a side note, just to be funny here, um this is a true story. My wife was watching a um marketing and branding webinar a couple of years ago, and this girl kept talking about brand legitability. Like not brand legitimacy, but brand legitability. So the next thing I asked her if she was going to watch one about market strategy, but uh, anyway, I digress. So relatability by tailoring your brand song in the style that most identifies with your target customer, your message becomes more relatable. So if you're in an uh, urban environment in, let's say Atlanta, downtown Atlanta, and you're doing a, a Commercial or a jingle for a luxury car brand, you're probably going to stick to more hip hop R&B. You probably wouldn't do classic country. On the other hand, if you are in a rural environment selling farm equipment, you might have that rootsy, earthy country folk style for your jingle. So tailor the musical experience for your customer. It's going to help reinforce the emotional tie to it, and it's going to help it be more relatable to the customer. Music and memory are strongly linked, and that's why you can still remember ad jingles from your childhood. A brand song is going to do the same thing. It's going to get stuck in your listener's mind, and it'll potentially stay there for a lifetime. I've asked you guys to do uh, this exercise before. If you've heard me talk in the past to see, to think back in your childhood and see how many jingles you can still remember from your childhood. And I bet you can get at least one to two hands without barely even thinking. So give that a shot. And that'll tell you just how powerful a jingle can be for your own business. And also, this is what I like to call the Easter egg effect. Since your brand song or your jingle fits in with the surrounding music because it's in the same genre as your customer demographic is listening to, if you're going to have a country station and you're marketing to people in that market, you're going to have a country sounding jingle. So it fits in, and there's a moment of discovery. For the listener in that case. And that's the fun part. It's that fun little moment. It's that memorable wow moment that makes them actively listen to the jingle and then listen for it again to see when it's going to come around again. And that's how it becomes an earworm and gets stuck because of that, what I call the Easter egg factor or the Easter egg effect. Okay. So what if you're not musical? That's okay. You don't have to be, you don't have to produce those ads yourself. So discuss these concepts with your agency. If you have one and they don't have to be again, they don't have to be campy corny cheese ball or whatever they need to be relevant. They need to be modern and they need to appeal to your end customer demographic and their, Desired outcomes, their belief system, their, their desires, their way of thinking. So talk to your, your agency. And if they don't have experience with jingles, brand songs or scripted audio ads, you can reach out to me and my team at Butler Productions and we'll be glad to help. So there's no better time than now to get started with this. As I mentioned earlier, we've seen what happened to Google and their ad platform. We see what happened to Facebook as mega budget brands start to pour money and flood their market with ad dollars. We've seen that the demand has gone up. The supply has gone down and ad prices take a huge jump. Now's the time to jump into streaming music ads before the prices get too high for the little guy. So if you'd like to incorporate Sonic branding into your overall marketing strategy, my team and I at Butler Productions will be delighted to help you. We've been in the jingle business and the Sonic branding business for the past 20 years. And it's one of the things we love to do here at Butler Productions. And it's one of the things that we're very passionate about. And you might see that with the way I get excited when I talk about it. But if you need help developing your sonic brand, your jingle, your on-hold message, or your audio commercials, reach out to us at 1-833-3-BUTLER or go to butlerhelpme.com and apply. Again, this is Clayton C. Butler, your business butler that serves all your creative business solutions on a silver platter and the Clayton C. Butler YouTube channel. Till then, as always, have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Business Butler podcast. To learn more about Clayton, visit ClaytonCButler.com. Need help growing your business? Then reach out to the Butler Productions team at one 833 3 Butler or go to butlerhelpme.com. The Butler Productions Podcast is property of Butler Productions, LLC. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.